Good morning, traders. Very, very warm welcome to today's uh, early morning trade plan live session, which is your opportunity to be as prepared as we possibly can for today's trading opportunities. Um, let's get straight into it then, if we can today. Um, please, if we can start with our risk warning currently up on screen, just be broadly mindful of the risks involved in trading these financial markets. And please see our risk warning um, on screen. Okay, so um, all profitable traders need to consider which markets to trade. Why are you trading those markets? What analysis are you doing to sort of predetermine which markets to focus on? Uh, where do you then want to enter those markets? Where do you want to exit? How do you manage risk? Trade management as well. Yesterday is a really good example um, of how these markets can, can really flip um, in a relatively short period of time. We'll have a look at it in just a second. There is important lessons to learn, uh, probably more so on a, from a psychological perspective than a than perhaps an out-and-out -out trading perspective. So trading psychology is very important. Um, and that's what we discuss in our live trade rooms every day, as you know, and we're strong advocates of being consistent. If you're chopping and changing your approach, you're gonna find this quite a challenging environment because the markets themselves are chopping and changing all the time. So it's important for you to be almost um, resolute in your decision-making uh, and let the markets play themselves out as they always do anyway. So being consistent is really important. Disciplined with your capital um, and be patient as well when trading these markets. So let's start with a review of potential market moving news. So I'll bring up. Um, so we've got some very strange and I suppose interesting market dynamics which are playing out. Uh, if we take a little step back, we had the RBA, um, you know, slow down the rate at which they're increasing rates. So that just lent itself towards the whole um, uh, Fed pivot sort of mentality in these markets. Job openings um, came in much lower than expected. So there's less jobs available. And we had um, the OBNZ, you know, come in with a 50 basis point rate hike. Uh, very concerned about the inflation. Uh, however, they're saying that they're going to avoid uh, I suppose a recession as well we've got OPEC adding to to current market problems um, with a two million barrel per day um, supply cut now that's only likely to push prices higher they're saying they're sort of trying to balance the, um, the supply demand dynamic um, it, it's it's kind of going against really um, what the what the US are trying to do. So the US are not, are not happy at all with OPEC. So there might be this sort of war with OPEC. We'll have to wait and see how, how this dynamic plays out. Um, so, and it, 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 again, when you, when you apply it to the, to the Fed pivot, if, if energy prices are a real concern to, um, to inflation and as a result to central banks, Surely a two billion barrel per day rate cut only pushes prices higher and adds to the inflation story. So it's quite hard to to sort of say because OPEC have made this decision that, you know, the Fed are very, very likely to pivot again. We just don't understand more so the, the you know, there's there's a there's a few elements of of, I suppose, um, deflationary forces uh, which could be at play with central banks increasing rates it's fundamentally impacting the housing market um and 
there's many that believe that the, the strong dollar itself has a deflationary impact. So there's elements that you could say, right, well, yeah, you know, we might see lower inflation. Um, but there's also other, you know, supply side constraints um, with food and energy. And it's only been exasperated now with, with OPEC's decision yesterday. So uh, strange. And you can see the turnaround that we saw in yesterday's markets. We'll have a look at that in, in just a second. Um, ADP numbers, employment numbers coming in above expectation. So this is, this is, I suppose, um, not really what the Fed are looking to see. So um, we've got quite a strong jobs number. And what does that mean for tomorrow's non-farm payroll? You know, are we likely to get another strong jobs number? So the Fed with increasing rates would expect to see these job numbers just weaken slightly. So we've we've got a very sort of cautious market dynamic at the moment as a result of tomorrow's uh, non-farm payroll. Uh, and then ISM services coming in quite strong above expectations. So manufacturing is, is performing less than expected. Services are performing more than expected. So broadly, kind of broadly cancelling themselves out to a certain degree. Um, so everything's fine. We're, we're kind of expanding the whole time. So all of those indicators that the Fed are looking for for weakness in the economy are not filtering through yet. So what that has suggests to us is, you know, the, the, the economy can take um, a lot more rate hikes, which, you know, there's many commentators saying that we're not likely to see. We think we will see those rate hikes. We think we have to see those rate hikes if the Fed want to get above inflation or, or want to start tackling inflation, which they say they're going to do. So we would certainly be on the side of the Fed and suggest that they're going to do exactly what they've said they're going to do. And we're not playing this double bluff game, which uh, many commentators seem to want to play at the moment. Um, so that's uh, that's the market dynamic at the moment, which is a bit it's a bit challenging. Certainly, the price action um, is is a bit erratic as well at the moment. Um, in terms of today, we've got um, we've got some central bankers. We had Corona. Um, We'll see if 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 the governor of the Bank of Japan due to speak at the branch managers meeting in Tokyo. So we'll see if he impacts the yen. We know that the BOJ have have um, announced intervention. So we've got a pretty significant day of intervention two weeks ago. We don't seem to have had anything since. So be prepared for a strong yen at some time. They will jump back in. Um, and by the by, the yen aggressively at some point. The question is, will we be ready and prepared for it? That's the challenge. Um, the only other big news of the day, really, we've got um, Governor of the Bank of Japan, uh, sorry, the Bank of Canada, um, due to speak as well, uh, due to speak about the current economic situation at the Halifax Chambers of Commerce. Okay. It, or, audience questions expected. So yeah, um, might have uh, a market response off the back of that. So we'll have to be careful of that. But that's later on in the afternoon. Um, all eyes are really beginning to focus on tomorrow's non-farm payroll. You'll probably, you'll probably, you'll probably hear a lot of um, uh, discussions today on tomorrow's non-farm payroll. And what does that mean for the Fed? And 
will they raise rates? If so, by how much? Um, and then you'll have others which are saying, yeah, the Fed are going to pivot uh, over the next meeting or two. Um, which we, just to be clear, we, 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 don't, we don't agree with. Okay, so this is, um, and I suppose there's a bit of a note really here in terms of market psychology. So if we go back to yesterday's price action, we got some really, really profitable trades yesterday. Uh, I must stress that we, we are with the fragility behind these market conditions. We are trading smaller size um, at the moment, which I know many of you that join us in the trade room uh, would be mindful of. So we're not going full aggression in these markets. We had a really, really strong move to the upside. And as you can see, we, we did get um, a, a nice little breakout of this market and we, we kind of made this low. But look what happened subsequently. It's just, oh, this is, sorry, on, a, on an hourly time frame. Sorry, let me, let me just remove that. I meant to look at this on the 15 minutes. And there's a good lesson to learn here because, um, you know, we saw this market move sideways quite significantly. Um, then we saw the breakout eventually kick in. Um, and this market made a low down here. But look what happened subsequently. So we had a we had a stop loss just placed above these highs, a technical stop loss just in here. Um, and uh, look what we saw off the low. We just thought, saw a straightforward pullback all the way up to this level in here, um, which is very close to our stop loss anyway. We kind of rallied off that high, um, at which point if this market breaks this level here, you, you kind of want to be getting out. You probably want to be getting out of these markets anyway. Um, and our stop loss at that point now was just uh, just a few points above it. So what I'm saying is this market, and this is what happens sometimes, it didn't give us any opportunity to be able to book in profit on that trade because we'd expect the pullback, except it kept coming and coming and coming and coming. And then the structural failure kicked in around our stop loss anyway. So we don't want to be in this market above the 37.96. Uh, we saw a high of... Uh, 38.10 but look what's happening now again and we're going to we're going to assess really whether we get a decent opportunity to get into this now at a slightly higher level so that's going to be the question now we're going to ask ourselves um, if we look at the daily time frame you know we mentioned a few days ago that we would have preferred if this market pushed up to the 38.27 um, running into these lows. So then that would be a, a, a decent level of support resistance. Um, but we started to get the turnaround just below that level, below the, the 3,800, which is fine. We were able to get into that. But we trade a smaller size because if this market does reverse and pushes higher, then we'll probably look to sell at a slightly higher price. So we're looking for selling opportunities. And yesterday we were into good profitable trades um before they started to turn around really quite aggressively so this goes back to the psychology of trading these markets we want to be um uh, we want to understand that this is one of the reasons why we have such um control over our exposure in these markets because they can they can act and react in a very volatile manner we know this um so we we're not I'm kind of overly surprised um, when we see this happen. 
so it's just important to just note mentally this is the reasons why we we control our risk we reduce our trade size we we work with slightly larger stop losses is to try and mitigate perhaps uh, some of these these types of moves and we can't always do that of course so we just accept you know that that, that was the market play for yesterday slightly counterintuitive it doesn't have to make sense but it, it really kind of doesn't um, which is again fine. You can let leave that off. Yesterday was a tough day across the indices. So the the, the FTSE um, kind of retraced its lows, has now gapped higher, and the DAX as well was kind of selling off. The Nikkei strong pullback into the twenty seven two fifty two fifty seven. So that's been a, a really really strong pullback actually in the Nikkei. Uh, running into resistance now, so there might be opportunities to sell around this higher price. Bitcoin, um, it's it's broadly moving in line with uh, with indices, but there's such concern on the indices side that we're um, we're seeing that play out in Bitcoin as well, and still below this little recent structure in here, twenty thousand five hundred. So still tough conditions for Bitcoin traders. Okay, so this is what we're seeing with oil. Um, we're seeing this sort of continual, if you notice yesterday, we mitigated risk on the trade. So we wanted to sort of try and let it go. And we saw a nice push to the upside yesterday. So we now have a high at uh, 30, 37, sorry, 87.78. We can only really expect further upside now at this point. There's no, um, if we look at it in a bit more detail, um, the next level to the upside is, is close to the $90 level. Um, so it's quite a good entry. It's kind of going against the, the it's an opportunity to get into this at, at quite a low price point um, with potentially further upside, probably into that $90 level, perhaps up to 95 in the not too distant future. So that's what we can perhaps take our time with this trade. We are trading into the trend. So 87.78 would be our next uh, oil trade to the upside. So we've been sort of breaking new highs every day. Uh, 87.78, so US oil to the upside. Let's have a look at gold. Uh, we're still in this to the downside. We kind of made a low yesterday, and like we saw across most of these markets, a pretty, a pretty strong pullback. We 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 kind of want to try and stay in this trade if we possibly can. Um, we have sort of pulled back nicely into previous um, support, which now becomes resistance. Um, except that that snapback we saw yesterday was really quite. quite impressive and today now we've opened a little bit more positive if this starts to roll back over then this is definitely a market that we we would like to try to stay in um an entry would be below 1700 it all really depends on the dollar so the yen we had a bit of a rollover yesterday in the yen um the question is we had the dollar sort of be mildly stronger than the yen
there would be a couple of sell trades below this is just a strong pullback off the low so we can have a look at the yen and um just before i do let's just see the dollar so we're in this trade to the downside as well so will this dollar start to turn negative once more so you're running into resistance here i think there's an opportunity to get into this dollar strength trade not so much against the Swiss franc. Let's see if we get it. Potential further dollar to strengthen again against the Canadian dollar. Um, oh, very messy price action, isn't it? Last two days in the Aussie dollar, very messy. Um, similar situation with the New Zealand. It's So we've got the Euro mildly stronger than the pound. Okay, so we're going to have a strong look. We're going to have a strong look at the euro and the pound. So the pound dollar to the downside. We can take today's low, which is the 113.13 level. Uh, let's look at the yen. Let's see where that level is in the yen. The, sorry, the pound yen. A lot of resistance up here. We would be very comfortable getting into this trade. Maybe the 163.36, 163.36. One, That's the pound yen to the downside. So will we start to see this little rollover that we're, we're kind of anticipating really? So today's current low for the euro dollar is below the 98.88, 98.88, and the last one is the euro yen. So we're only going to get into these if we see sort of repeated rollover to the downside, 142.85, 142.85 uh, euro yen lower, right. Okay, so on that note, uh, let's put together our trade plan. So yesterday we had some good moves. We were able to get into a couple of indices, sell trades, and a couple of um, um, dollar strength trades, the euro dollar and the gold trade, uh, which we're still in. Um, we took two small losses in the US indices. Uh, we had a really sharp reversal, which sometimes you know it doesn't give you any opportunity to get out of those trades but this is the reason why we have our stop losses this is the reason why we we make sure we always trade with a with a, a strong focus on on our exposure in these markets and us oil really good trade above 86.39 we've been in this for two or three days now so we keep looking at higher highs in that market so let's uh, let's amend this currently so we looked for potential and we had to sort of stress the word potential because there was no guarantees this time yesterday we would get those moves um but what we did was we we saw those moves occur they kicked on we were in profit and they reversed really quite aggressively so um 
we're now kind of have this sort of mixed dynamic market condition. So just bear that in mind. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to have a look at the pound dollar first. Uh, looking to sell below 113, 113.13 after a really, really strong bounce. Um, if you if you take quasi Quatang's mini budget and see how the markets react, we've, we've bounced back really, really significantly. Now that that bounce back seems to be rolling back over to the downside. So let's see if we get those moves or not. Uh, the pound yen is 163.36. And we'll also look at euro dollar. Looking to sell below. These are all today's daily lows. These are the potentially the trigger points for us to get in. So the euro dollar looking to sell below the 98.88, and then we'll put the euro yen looking to sell sell below the 142.85. Uh, U.S. oil, we can certainly look now at a much higher price at the 87, 87, 78. That's yesterday's high um, on that. So we've got five markets to look at today. It's got a sort of a, a, a pound and euro weakness to this uh, today's, today's trade plan. Um, we've had a really, really strong bounce for the best part of two weeks. And now we're beginning to see that rollover potential kick in for the, for the dollar and the yen. So look, on that note, guys, I'll post this into the chat box um, so you can take this away with you. And we're switching over to our live trade rooms now as well. Um, we've got mixed market conditions. We're looking to sell the pound dollar below the 13.13 level. I'll just post it there into the chat box for you so you can cut and paste it if you need. Um, but we're looking to sell the pound yen below the 163.36. We're looking to sell the euro dollar below the um, 98.88 level. The, sorry, the euro dollar looking to sell below the 98.88. The euro yen, we're looking to sell below the 142.85. And US oil, again, we're looking to, 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 to continue with OPEC's uh, decision yesterday, 2 million barrels. It's hard to see that, that massive uh, supply cut, which is pretty huge. Um, it's hard to see that uh, not impacting these markets further to the upside. Okay, so look, on that note, guys, um, US oil looking to buy above the 87.78, which is yesterday's high. Uh, any questions, feel free to post them. Uh, look, thanks very much for joining us. As always, we do trade these markets live and fully interactive every day from 8 a.m. for the European session and again at 12.45 for the US trading session. So very welcome to join us for that if you like. And for more information, just go to the livetrading.com. Great stuff, guys. On that note, thanks for joining us. Take care. Bye for now.